0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Freedom of speech, should it extend to ISIS, being permitted to openly recruit on U.S. college campuses? According to Tennessee Republican Representative Martin Daniel, the answer to that question is yes. He argues it's a freedom of speech issue and that, quote, it's part of being exposed to different viewpoints, end quote. Professor Ryan Morrow joins me, Executive Director of the Clarion Project. They're online, and uh, that's where I read the story today. Ryan, thank you for, uh, for for talking to us about this. Can you provide some context into how this statement came about by the Tennessee legislator?
1: Sure. Uh, your listeners can get... Uh, Some more information at at the Clarin Project website that talks about this. Uh, But basically what happened was that there was a bill put forth called the Tennessee Student Free Speech Protection Act. And it was basically say you can say anything that you want on campus. Um, The only thing you can't do is inhibit classes and, and academic proceedings. And so the Republican congressman speaks in favor of it. And then the Democratic congressman says, well, then would you support the right of ISIS to actually recruit on campus? to go and use their free speech to spread their propaganda and get members. And he actually responds back, yes, as long as it doesn't disrupt the proceedings on campus. Yes, sir. And so as a result, uh, the legislation was put over to the side um, by the subcommittee uh, so it will not advance. Uh, but it touches on that bigger issue here of free speech on campuses and and how you balance security and freedom.
0: Well, you know, people are not going to. Uh, I mean, somebody's going to grab that that story, that angle, and run with it. Somebody, you know, somebody will. Uh, there is a line, though, between freedom of speech and promoting gruesome violence, mass murder, and genocide, and that has to be whether it's a university campus or whether it's anywhere. There has to be there has to be a line. I think so.
1: And to give you a. a very recent example of why this is such a problem is that that democratic congressman was not speaking of some hypothetical scenario we wrote extensively about a professor named Julio Pino at Kent State University who the FBI is actually investigating for recruiting for ISIS on social media and he's a professor there and so I was saying, you should be fired for that. That's a security threat. And the FBI was interviewing the students to see uh, which ones of those he may have been recruiting. Uh, but then the counter argument was, well, that's free speech and it's protected under academic freedom. Um, and so the, what the congressman was speaking about was, a, was alluding to is a real-life thing that's happening right now. And what we wrote at the Clarion Project, uh, my colleague wrote, was that, there's that line between nonviolent extremism, uh, groups like the Muslim Brotherhood that may advocate on co- college campuses for theocracy, versus those that are terrorist groups and actually are talking about mass murder, like you said. And I think that that's where the line has to be drawn.
0: Well, the, the, the whole idea about freedom of speech on certain campuses across North America, I've read primarily about stories in the United States, but it has to do, it seems to me, on a regular basis with the students on the left. Those who are on the far left, who are influenced by far left professors, will will uh, stand up and protest and shout and scream and wave placards and do everything they can to disrupt and, uh, and, and stop somebody from delivering a presentation if that person is on the right of the political spectrum. So it's not, a, it's not freedom of speech. It's selective freedom of speech in many cases. It's freedom of speech as long as you agree with me, but the moment you disagree with me, you're not allowed to speak.
1: Right, and that's really the hypocrisy of that one political current that you get that some call the regressive left, where it's, you, you have them trying to shut down the free speech of those that they disagree with, whether it's a, a conservative columnist, uh, I mean, you're not talking about right-wing extremists or neo-Nazis or anything like that. They're trying to shut down people with political points of view that they find abhorrent. Uh, but then when it comes to things like this, like Professor Julio Pino, who supports I all the fascists. Uh, you hear this free speech argument, and it's a real double standard that's stark and very frightening.
0: So, what happens in the case of uh, of this professor? And I write about him, and I write about them, about him on your website. I, I I have, you know, I look at many many websites. On I sound like John Don Donald Trump. Many many, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I look at many, many websites. That
1: is the best website <laughs> ever. Spe- Everyone talking about it.
0: <laughs> Speaking of Donald Trump, uh, he, his rallies get interrupted by by those who who uh, will, will argue passionately that they believe in freedom of speech until they know that Donald Trump's going to speak.
1: Right. It's not, And it's not arguing what they're doing. You see, I'm all about having that free speech. If you want to go and talk um, and protest near the event so your voice is heard, that's fine. Just don't disrupt the event. Yeah. Even if you want to go and boo as he comes up on stage and as he leaves, that's fine. But don't disrupt it so that Donald Trump or whoever can't talk and they can't have their own free speech – uh, that that's a, a whole different animal than going and doing something nearby. Uh, there's alternatives. What those people have done is they've chosen to suppress free speech. It, that's not the, – the, the, there's got to be different regulations for that, and the media has to also recognize that That when they report on this and they say, oh, a Donald Trump protester was attacked or was abused or thrown out of the rally, it's not really a protester. It's a disruptor.
0: Yeah. And in, in most cases it is. But there's been some crazy stuff that's happened at those rallies, but it's a crazy election year. Ryan, thank you very much for the time. So we we will not look for ISIS recruiters at a university campus near you anytime soon.
1: (laughs) Well, if the case of Julio Pino is uh, is any indication, it might be happening at a college campus near any of us.
0: Thanks for the time today. Ryan Morrow and its clarionproject.org will come back and tell you about the next hour after this.